Look, I, I've been preaching this for a while. I'm a fan of the NBA, and I'm going to win a chip no matter what. <laughs> I mean, I think our, our listeners know it's 2021 chance Portland Trailblazers, but if I'm wrong about that, I'm still right because I love the NBA. So let's go. Hell yeah, man. I'm going to win. You got no this, what. man. This is your year, dude. This, <laughs> this is your year. year to not it's lose. my year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sweet. Well, welcome to the podcast. This is the Secret Jocks podcast. Uh, weekend roundup, half court press, no guests. It's, ju- it's just your boys. It's just your boys shooting the shit today. Um, yeah, let's start off with a little housekeeping. Uh, as always, Hit us up at Secret Jocks on all of our socials. Uh, if you want to be a guest, hit us up. DMs are the best. Uh, we really would appreciate a five-star review on Apple Podcast uh, because of the algorithms. It really helps. Uh, we have two that aren't written by us that I'm going to read. <laughs> because yeah! I've, I've been promising to read these, and I haven't yet. So uh, our first five-star review not written by us came from Buddy Jackson, <laughs> Five stars, nothing but net. And uh, we're going to go ahead and rate these as well. Okay. I'm going to give it a four Ooh. out of five Whoa, because, because I appreciate the five-star review, but I would like a little bit more words, you know, a little more description. Uh, you like but, meat on your sandwich. Yeah, I need a little meat. Here. It, yeah. could be, it could be vegan meat. It could be more veggies. Going with New York themed things i love it dude we got high standards someone drops a five-star review and we're (laughs) reviewing it with four stars man (laughs) so if you want a five-star review on your five-star review you got to bring the heat so buddy (laughs) Buddy jackson if you you're welcome to come back and try again and give us another five-star review and we'd love to read it and rate it too uh okay let's move this along the next one comes from husey 1920 uh probably probably no relation to greg hughes at all <laughs> five, five star review title cool basketball podcast podcast actually you know what hold on let me let me rewind buddy jackson i can't read your whole title because it was too long it just says my new favorite basketball dot 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 um i'm gonna bump this up to a four and a half star nice i was about to say you gotta get half star yeah, for that man half star because i think it's really funny to see my new favorite basketball so good <laughs> job on the long title i would love to know what it says but i do appreciate this okay moving forward to Husey 1920 no relation to greg hughes at all none, none of all. <laughs> cool basketball podcast and then here's the review awesome basketball podcast love the soccer crossover episode come on you nets five stars from coming from me as a big new york or brooklyn nets head big new york knicks head here's the homer dude that's it man big big new york guy been there twice so i can say (laughs) i can say i love it uh five stars great great review and i'll just go ahead and say no relation to greg hughes at all none none i love it i'll give five stars for just that being a cool name but no relation to me at all so 1920 that's a weird year you picked there yeah i was born that year so that's why roaring 20s baby yeah this is a real this is a a greg fan (laughs) time traveler review big fan of it yeah Kyrie, man yo oh it is probably Kyrie. yo shout out Kyrie. Kyrie. uncle drew (laughs) uncle drew five stars for that review though i gotta get five too Five stars. So if you want to be like those two cool basketball heads and have your reviews read over the airways, uh, just go ahead and hit us up on Apple. Give us five star, leave a review. We'll review your review. Um, 
Okay, let's let's get into the show. Uh, how yeah. how y'all doing? Did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend, man. I got the PS5, dude, and I fucking didn't do shit, man. It was awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think I walked around the neighborhood once, but besides that, I was just stoned as fuck playing 2K. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. What did you do, Ralph? Dude, uh, I, I, I jumped ship from 2K to Ghost of Tsushima, and uh, it rocks. Uh, I don't know what to say, man. Uh, you guys are missing out, or I guess... Tyler's played that game, but Greg, you're missing out. You got to get it, man. One thing at a time, man. I just got the PS5. I'm going to fucking chill on that purchase (laughs) for a hot second. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I bought uh, bought Cyberpunk. I probably went against everybody's uh, advice and went ahead and bought it because it was on sale. You know what? Pretty sick so far. Uh, It's fun. It's glitchy in all the right ways, and I'm here for it video so, games so yeah. yeah so go video buy game corner baby video game go buy a broken game in cyberpunk <laughs> and that uh, was the, the game that crazy was... section of our uh, podcast <laughs> yo plug this podcast into your game crazy for some extra uh content um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm all about it baby i'm plugging left and right <laughs> Uh, okay, well, let's talk about basketball now. Uh, basketball. Not a lot happened this weekend except for one big thing last week that we didn't really touch base on, so we are going to touch base on it like today. Like the biggest thing all fucking year, man. Like, it's a huge thing. Yeah, well, you know what? The trade took forever to happen, so we're going to take our sweet-ass time talking about the trade. Okay. Uh, I like <laughs> so, it. so now we're going to talk about it. Harden finally going to the Nets in a, what, four t- team trade? Is that correct, Ralph? I think you yes, got the deep time. Yeah, I got the deets over here. So let me break it down. Nets, they get James Harden. Um, the Rockets, in return, get Victor Oladipo from the Pacers, Radion's Kurox, and Dante Exum, and a fourth un- four unprotected first-round picks. Um, and then the Pacers get Karis LeVert, uh, second-round pick, um, and both from Houston. And the Cavs get Jared Allen and Teron Prince. Damn, that's a lot of moving parts, dude. That's that's a lot of moving parts. God damn, man. I I feel like that's one of the like biggest trades as far as like personnel goes, and like the amount of stars involved in the trade as well that I have seen in a very, very long time. Uh, And it's it's wild. I feel like it really shakes up uh, both conferences, the East and the West. Like they just traded all stars essentially. I think since I've been following the NBA, this is it's the biggest trade I've ever seen, man. Like that shit, that was a lot, man. Like there's so much money involved. Like yeah, such a high caliber player. But you also got to give a shout out for all the people who can make a four way trade happen. Like how the fuck do you even orchestrate that? You know? Yeah. It's a phone call, dude. They just called each other. Like, yeah, hey, but you know what I mean. Like. <laughs> How like how oh. do you figure out that that's what you want? And Dude, that's crazy, man. They they go to Discog like for basketball players, <laughs> and they just like this is my want list. Oh, <laughs> Fill it up, <laughs> and then hit me up. They have like the uh, the uh, the priced value and what they think they're gonna sell it for. And what I would trade it. last year. <laughs> yeah, I would trade. I would trade it for this one, but uh, I'm also interested in this one. <laughs> Did the Cavs give up anything, or did they just get people? Like, did they give up some draft, some like? Um, I think uh, a couple of their picks went to the Rockets. Got it. 
Okay. So yeah. the Rockets kind of pulled a uh, an OKC there. They got a nice little stash, right? They got like, Damn, I think a pick from uh, from the Bucks that was involved in some other trade, right? That's right. Yeah. How many of them are first rounders? Four. All four first rounders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's and wild. I think there's like two more second round, but I didn't really get into that because uh, those guys will be nobodies. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking with you guys. Too. <laughs> come, come on, come on, man. Come, come on, man. <laughs> uh, how do you how do you feel, uh, Greg? That this is gonna affect the Nets going forward? Like, do you think this makes them locks for the title, or or what? Well, I think they definitely got to be conversation for the title, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're incredible, like, as is. And the only games we've seen so far are Harden and KD. Um, yeah, who knows what, what's going on with Kyrie. I think that's still, like, the factor a little bit. But I think even the two of them are doing so good that, yeah, they're already going to be in the contention. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I have uh, I have some numbers from his, uh, his first two games. Um, he is the first player in NBA history to do a 30 plus, uh, two 30 plus games with the, his new team in the first two games, uh, 30 plus points and 10 plus, uh, assists in both games. His first game with the nets on Saturday, he put up a triple double that was 32 points, 14 assists and 12 rebounds. And I circled the assists because there were so many jokes about Harden just going to be an iso player when he gets there mm-hmm. and like katie just being an iso player and then Kyrie being an iso player but then in his first game with a new team that he didn't even practice with he put up 14 assists and got like dudes involved and then in the game tonight against the bucks which i don't know if you two watched but it was a really really good back and forth game uh harden put up 34 points 12 assists again or a little bit less but still 12 assists and six rebounds Damn. um immediate impact and he looks so much happier on the court it's it's pretty nuts and like a pep on his step for sure yeah right i mean he to his step yeah (laughs) he went to the team that he wanted to go to and and it shows like in his in his playing but i I think it's really cool to see him get you know like the other guys involved and like it definitely we've talked about it before in other episodes where it's like maybe the change of scenery is what people need like we know Harden can put up like 30, 40, 50, 60 points whenever he wants, but seeing him put up double digit assists in back-to-back games is is what you want to see from a guy like that. Um yeah, dude, uh I I heard uh an interview from uh with Joe Harris and he was like, "Yeah, he's calling plays that we have in our playbook already." Like to me, like that just shows how smart James Harden is to even brush up on some place that, you know, that's new to you and you're running it. Um, yeah. I mean, we did make fun of, you know, Harden going to the nets. I mean, like, yeah, it's going to be ISO all the way, but that's why Kevin Durant left OKC in the first place. Cause he doesn't want to play that game. So I think we just got a very bad perception of what this team can do. Um, James Harden definitely killed everyone with, you know, pieces like KD and Joe Harris moving around. You're going to get an easy assist and he gets that. So, I mean, uh, that was an amazing debut for sure. Also, he didn't look as chubby as uh, a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. 
there's that like Airbuds like post where he's like wearing uh it's a guy wearing like the fat suit and he's like unzipping <laughs> it when he get, when he gets to fucking Brooklyn. Yeah, I do yeah. gotta say though the first game when they played against the Magic, so Nets first Magic, the Magic held their own, but it also kind of showed the like a hole potentially with the Nets with like the, like if there's a team with a good center, like they only have DeAndre Jordan and then like KD playing the five. That's kind of all they got right now. Like Vucevic put up 37 on them. Like I don't know, he's he's never really done that before. So Ralph, how do you feel about that, man? Yeah, dude, KD played a lot of minutes at the five, and that's what killed him. Like, he's a great help defender, but not the main defender inside. And Vooch just ate. He just, he just ate, ate him up. And uh, I, if it wasn't for their scoring, they would have lost that game, like, for real. So, like, I believe in the Magic to overtake the Nets um, if uh, they didn't, if they had, like, a bad shooting night. But, yeah. uh, I mean, to be fair, like they had a a really good night against um, uh, the Bucks, who have like you know they got Brooke Lopez, who like is a pretty solid center. He's not obviously at the top of the class, but he he can hold his own, especially on defense. The Splash Mountain, as they call him, <laughs> uh, and then you know, of course you've got Giannis, who plays anywhere from the three to five, and and he's a beast. But they were still able to contain and make it a shootout. Um, but this kind of leads to an interesting question that I want to ask you all. Uh, do you think that they should keep Kyrie in the mix or do you think that they should trade them for a little bit more depth? Like they kind of, they gave up Levert, right. Who was a great like shooting guard who could run, run the bench. Uh, they don't really have that right now unless they sign someone like Jamal Crawford, who they're in talks with. But I think the big piece that they are really going to be missing is, um, Oh fuck! What's it? Jared Allen? Who I'm a big fan of. I love Jared Allen. He's a cool ass dude. Fuck this, uh, dude. <laughs> uh, but you know they don't have Dinwiddie for the season too. He might make it back for the playoffs if he heals quick enough, but it probably won't happen. Um, so obviously Harden and like Katie are a deadly duo, and it showed the first two games. Kyrie's just going to add more offense to that and another wrinkle in the offense, but they are lacking. Uh, Ralph, who do, you, do you think they should trade Kyrie for more depth or just run it with them? Dude, listen to me. Hear me out. <laughs> so, um, Kyrie, uh, pack your bags. You're going back to Cleveland, baby. <laughs> Drummond yeah. going to the Nets, that would fucking rock so hard. Like, they need they need a big, like... Drummond, okay. Kyrie might add another, like... Um, dimension in their like offense but right now how they're doing it they're doing fine they're just getting killed inside so yeah dude move them he dude they killed he killed their chemistry like hands down and uh that sucks dude i I wouldn't want that on anyone's team you know i'm with you i'm with you there though man but i also like i we're just fans of the nba and we're reading like internet articles about Kyrie and shit so at least for me I want to see at least a game with how he meshes with Harden and like KD like who knows like maybe they've all kind of got past their ego they're willing to switch off like maybe one of them will fucking play sixth man who knows you know have either like two or three of those on the court at a time but if not, man, I'm I'm kind of with you, man. Like, get rid of him when he's a fucking problem, and get some pieces. 
Dude, they they don't need a point guard. They have Steve Nash. This fucking suit up, bud. <laughs> that's true, man. <laughs> Yo, that's, for you, dog. <laughs> that's the case. They have Stoudemire, too. Just put him in. <laughs> there you go. You got a four and, and a one. Yup. That's, that, that's all you really need. Kyrie can coach. <laughs> D'Antoni is just going to be the head coach. Boom. Rockets. Oh 2021. There we go. <laughs> the Eastern, the Eastern, the Eastern Rockets. Rock Nets. <laughs> the oh, Rock Nets. I like that. That's, that's the one. Guys, the Rockets look pretty sick, though, man. Like they came out of this trade looking pretty cool, man. Like Christian Wood is like playing fucking great, man. Like I don't, yeah, I think their team is just pretty solid, man. Yeah, uh, I I think they came out. Um... Uh, so this is my take on it. I think the Nets won the trade instantly, yeah, but in the long run, I think that Houston is in the better position. Four first round draft picks, all star in Al Depot, former all star in Boogie, former all star in John Wall, and then they've got probably a potential all star or most improved player in Woods. Uh, I think they, for a, a team that kind of gave up like a you know a generational style player like they kind of made out like a bandit and still could make the playoffs which is pretty rare for losing someone like harden uh and all depot looked great in his first game tonight too he put up like 32 points nine assists five rebounds and that was without john wall so just with like boogie on the bench and you know him and woods like they looked great they, they yeah they, they look good but have you guys heard of the rumor that uh, Oladipo is like, yeah, I want to play for somewhere else. <laughs> I'm really? like, yo, you just you just got traded to the Rockets. Just chill, dude. Fuck yeah. off with that, dude. He's still in talks with like trying to get to Miami. Like, I think that's his long term goal is to get to Miami on that team. And I know that the Rockets are still interested in making a deal with Miami, and maybe this was the piece to to get them there. Like. Miami doesn't want to give up too much of their future, but they do want to make a win-now trade. I think it's a little easier to make a win-now trade with Oladipo, but mm-hmm. not give up too much for it. Totally, man. It's so interesting, too, like the win-now scenario, because I think the Rockets are in a perfect position to have a future and to need to rebuild. And, like, that just works great to fucking clear the air of Harden. But a team like Brooklyn, like, if they're able to win the championship and, like, kind of, like, plant a flag in the city of New York and just, like kind of go toe-to-toe with the Knicks like that's kind of what they're wanting to do right is like they want to be a fucking big a big thing in New York you know and it makes total sense for a team like that to want to win now and it's cool to watch teams like work together like it's just a benefit for for both of them yeah do you you think that like Brooklyn could ever take over New York as their town because I kind of see it as like the like a similar situation to like the Clippers and the Lakers like no matter how good the Clippers are, it doesn't matter how many times they beat the Lakers. And if they get championships over the Lakers with LeBron there, it's always going to be a Lakers town. And they're always going to look at the Clippers as little brothers. And I feel like the same thing with like Brooklyn and the Knicks, like there's no way, no matter how good they've been and how much better they've been than the Knicks for a little bit. Like, I don't think they'll ever take over that town. I agree. My one thing to, yeah, I do hear what you're saying. My one thing to say is like the Lakers, what if they win this year, it's their 18th championship or some shit. Like cool. the Knicks have been so bad for so long that they've had the champ, the chance, you know, they're still the fucking, the most money-making team in the entire NBA. Like, I think that it is a New York town and it's the Knicks team, but 
fuck they've been bad for so long those people in that town just want a winning team like if brooklyn's gonna fucking give them that that fucking thing then who knows like they could explode on the scene kind of in the way like golden state did you know like they just blew the fuck up when curry started winning like and if they can hold on to winning for three or four years like i don't know kids fucking kids look up to that shit you know like that's gonna start some path where in the future brooklyn could become like a like a more of a two city team instead of i agree the clippers are definitely the younger brother that shit I don't, yeah just move them move them to san diego get them out of it totally so uh, what what we're gonna do we, we should put a uh, a poll up on our instagram just seeing you know brooklyn versus Knicks, see what people vote for as like new york's team basically um it's gonna go 95 percent new york Knicks, five yeah, percent brooklyn that's my bet 100 <laughs> yeah probably but it'll be fun um yeah. so yeah chime off in the comments below um, <laughs> love it oh yeah well uh yeah i mean i think i think houston in a good position it, it would be a shame for them to lose oladipo because i think that backcourt of wall and oladipo is interesting and i think that they probably could do something good with it but he's probably on his way out if if not before the deadline but at the end of the season he's gone who who do you think is gonna go to uh the rockets like just really quick i don't want to stay in too much in this topic but who do you think is gonna go from miami to the rockets vice versa obviously uh greg my first thought would be someone like myers leonard but i that's just because he's riding the bench a lot um i don't For think it's someone they need on the rockets well, like not mainly for a full trade, like mm-hmm. a one for one. Are you talking like a one for one trade? Maybe yeah, like yeah. Bam. Let's let's still, like remove all the factors. Just one for one. Bam, um, Bam Hero, or Duncan would be my guess. Like one of those three. Uh, my guess is they they would probably give up um, Duncan Robinson. I think they see a lot of potential in Hero, and he seems a little untouchable as far as young guys go. Um, Bam is like their future. They consider yeah. him like the heart and soul. Yeah. Uh, I think they really value Duncan Robinson and they're either going to throw him the bag when he's up for an extension, or they're going to trade him and someone else will throw him the bag. And I think they'd probably rather give him up now rather than later. So wouldn't it be fucking funny if they were just like, here's Jimmy Butler. <laughs> that would be fucking dog ass moves. <laughs> straight across, man. Straight across. Here's Jimmy. <laughs> what a way to dumb. like kill team chemistry. <laughs> Yo, if they trade Jimmy Butler for all depot, the Rockets are winning the championship. No doubt. Oh, dude, hands down. He, his eyes would turn white and he would go super sane for the rest of the year. And it would be nuts. Uh, I almost would like to see it because I'd love to see the production from him after being traded from the team he like really wanted to go to and like plant roots with. Uh, but I want to see Jimmy retire as a Heat player. I think that's the perfect team for him. I agree. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the to the kind of more sad part of this trade is <laughs> is Karis Levert. Uh, oh, he was yeah. he was balling out with the. Uh, with the nets and we knew that he would be a part of like any form of trade for Harden. Um, and like, even Dame said like, Oh, he's about to blow up with Indiana. Uh, and then, you know, per usual, they do a, you know, a physical with all new players when you get traded 
and they found an MR or in the MRI, they found a mass on his kidney. I don't think they released any more details than that. Is that right, Ralph? Yeah, that, that's all everyone knows right now. Damn, yeah. man. So he's out indefinitely, um, probably until they get more information about what's going on. Uh, so it's it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, but I, I think this trade is the best thing for him career-wise and health-wise because mm-hmm. if he didn't get traded, they wouldn't, he wouldn't have gotten that physical. And, you know, totally. it's, it's better to just catch it super early. Um, whatever it is, hopefully it's just nothing. Um, but, yeah, dude, he's been balling out. I would love to see him with Sabonis. And uh, it, who, who else is that guy? Marjanovic? Um, oh, yeah. And I, I, I know it's Bogdan. But yeah. Yeah. One, one of, well, one of those guys. Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. There you go. Bogdan. Bon, 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 well, you got to kind of be stoked for Karis Levert, though, because, like, if he wouldn't have got traded and found that lump, that would have been really bad for his career, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, the trade definitely put him in a position to where he can deal with this health-wise and then move forward, you know? Definitely. And, like, on top of that, he is such a good young talent, and to kind of put him in a situation with the Pacers, who are actually a pretty good team this year, and he kind of gets to lead that team whenever he's able to come back healthy and hopefully free of anything kind of scary. Um, he's in a really good position to be the guy in in uh, in Indiana, and I think he's got the talent to kind of do that and flourish a little bit more. On the Nets, he'd be stuck behind you know Kyrie, uh, Harden, and KD, and be fighting for minutes when with Dinwiddie when he gets back. So this kind of puts him in a position to be the starter and the main dude, probably number one or number two option for points. His name is uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I definitely fucked up your name, guy. They have a Bogdanovich, though, right? Like, they have one of the brothers. No, they don't. Sorry. They don't? I thought they did. Nope. Nope. Huh. But <laughs> okay, TJ TJ Warren comes back with Karis LeVert, man. That'll be a fucking deadly team. Yeah, it really um, would be. It'll be a fun team. I mean, oh, yeah. Indiana needs to win, right? It, that's where basketball happens. That's their slogan. When you're driving, you know it shows on the slogan that hey, this is where basketball happens. Larry Bird. It says Larry Bird. It this Larry is where Bird basketball underneath. happens, comma Larry Bird. Just like that, <laughs> the Office when like. Michael Scott was just like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. (laughs) What a move to quote quotations. I love that. (laughs) Bold. Very bold. (laughs) Uh, So Uh, the Cavs, they also got, they got Allen and they also got, who is the other one who came in that? Teron Prince. Prince. Okay. I, and you guys are thinking they're getting rid of Drummond. We, Right? Isn't that what you guys said? No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a stupid report dude. That's that, stupid. Uh, Jared Allen will be their starter. Um, uh, I don't know if that's in effect right now or if it's going to happen in the near future, but I back it, dude. Um, 
But Drago, dude, he's been rebounding like a maniac for sure. I love Jared Allen, man. I'm just like, how the fuck can he not figure that? Like, figure something out. Like to me, he's like the top talent on the Cavs right now. Like, better than anyone. You know, like Sexton's really fucking sick. But I don't know. Just use your fucking best players. Make it work. I mean, I think I I see I see the thinking in the Cavs, like shipping out Drummond, putting Jared Allen. Jared Allen was definitely the best center on the Nets. And when he was in the game, they had some of their highest like defensive production. Uh, Drummond's having a great year, but he has a huge ass contract. So they might as well, like they're not winning anytime soon. They've got a really good young core in Sexland and and, (laughs) and Jared Allen, you know, that's fair. Uh, Okay. Okay. so, So they might as well, you know, get rid of their, their, older players with huge contracts and go young and build these dudes up um and it would be a waste of money like 27 million a year to have drummond on your bench i think it's it's the right move it sucks but if they do but a team like the nets are in a good position where they could potentially trade Kyrie and send him back to the Cavs for you know like drummond or there's going to be a team that's you know in the hunt for a title that needs a good solid center uh like portland needs a center right now i don't think we have any assets that would be worth trading 27 million for but a team like that would most likely go for it hear me out guys for my warriors we're shipping out kelly Oubre, uh wiggins to the Cavs for kevin love and drummond let's do it let's do it Cavs. Actually, that's a good idea. <laughs> that would fucking work. I, mean, I actually like that. We need bigs. Um, Wiseman needs to learn how to fucking rebound. And Drummond, dude, he just rebounded how many? Like 22 rebounds while adding like 30-something points. Dude, That's those are 2K numbers. We need that. We need 2K players in our, in our system. And you're trading cute boy Kelly Oubre honestly for cute boy kevin love so it's like he's still he's still have an attractive team there yeah dude i mean like have have you seen the si body edition with kevin love in it dude he was primo there dude he's looking looking cut looking Looking cut and he's he's an oregon boy he's from (laughs) he's from lake o let's go And, and and I love how he brought awareness to like mental mental health um, with an NBA player. So that that mm-hmm. alone just makes him yeah. intellectually fucking sexy, dude. <laughs> so let's fucking do it, dude. Yeah, I'm for it. Love would fit in that like system so well too. Like a like a power forward that can also shoot the three. He'd probably be coming off the bench with Draymond there, but it would be great for that second unit. Dude, Draymond's gonna move to the the three. Like the position he's supposed to fucking play. Yeah, three, Kevin Love and Drummond <laughs> front court rebounding. <laughs> game over. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> well, since we're on the uh, the topic of uh, the Cavs, let's let's go on to some breaking news that they might be shipping out <laughs> second year <laughs> player. <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, for an incident in the locker room, which the Cavs are surprisingly used to. Uh, <laughs> a player throwing food. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Ralph, you can give us the story a little bit more, but he threw food at someone after yeah. a, a, an <laughs> argument. 
I think uh, so. Kevin Porter Jr., Michael Porter's brother, according to Greg. Last episode. <laughs> real quick. Oh my gosh. Real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But the Michael Bridges, Mikel, I looked that up. That's Was not that true. Right? No. no. What? Yeah, dude. It wasn't right. Sorry. Fuck that website I used, man. You're all good, man. But I Googled that and I was like, what the shit? All right. Back to our <laughs> regularly scheduled stuff. All right. So, Kevin Porter, uh, Cavs player, um, got mad at the, the team manager because they moved his locker away from where it used to be. Um, and they put Teron Prince in that locker space. Um, Mind you, he's been inactive, I think, uh, Porter, because he – I don't know. I don't know if he's inactive, but he found out late, um, and then he just got pissed, dude. He, he threw food blindly at a direction and uh, then just threw a fucking tantrum. Like, as a 20-year-old guy, dude, like, come on. It's a locker space. All of them look the same. My, uh, my question I've got was – do we know what the food was? Was it soup? Well, well, was there another soup throwing chuck, incident? Chucking some soup. <laughs> <laughs> Just like J.R. Smith? Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, like when I read this, I was picturing like cake for some reason. I was like, he's just fucking <laughs> eating cake, like carrot cake. He's just like, this is my locker. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think the, the Cavs are just tired of his shit because in November he got in a in a car accident and they found weed and a loaded gun in his car, dude. <laughs> oh shit, dude! Like Kevin Porter, dude. Like you're young, you're wasting your career away. Like that's that's a no no, man. Yeah, that's silly, dude. If you have that fucking platform, you can't be doing that. No, dude. While I'm fucking smoking a bowl over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with our podcast platform, you can't be doing you that. Can't great. be doing that, man. <laughs> Uh, it is like a little disappointing because he was kind of set to have like a, a breakout year this year. Um, well, I, I think in his rookie year, he had 10 points per game, about 44% field goals on like 20 ish minutes. Uh, and it was supposed to be like his production was supposed to be increased this year. Um, so it's kind of disappointing. I think their plan right now is to shop him around. And if that doesn't happen, they're just going to wave him. Um, which is pretty pretty wild for like a second year player who has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. I think he would be good in a system that's a little more established. Like the Cavs, like front office has always been a little bit shaky, and people have trouble playing there. Like I think with a team like maybe the Spurs, where their leadership is really really good and kind of strict and regimented, uh, Kevin Porter would probably fit well into that and have some structure. But I think if he keeps playing with teams of front offices like the Cavs, like the dude's going to be out of the league, Damn. which is unfortunate because he is a good talent. Orlando will take it. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, hell yeah. <laughs> they need everyone right now. Uh, I got to say, kind of a fucking dog move, though, to move someone's locker without fucking telling them, right? It's a little bit of a dog move. It's a locker, dude. Who gives a fuck? Like, I don't know, dude. These guys are getting paid millions. Like they're, they're in front of their locker for like probably less than 30 minutes right like get dressed get interviewed there and then fucking get out of there i don't know man That's if it was like silly. a personalized locker with like his name and shit on it and they fucking took off his name and put on prince's name well that's a I think, dog move dude that's fucked up i think that's how it is though i think they actually do have those nameplates mm-hmm. that are like there and you have to like 
do some fucking remodeling. It's some bullshit, you know? dude. It's some bull- I'd throw some cake, dude. I'd fucking whip a carrot cake at someone. Definitely tossing my suit. I thought when you said personalized locker, I was like imagining like Porter having like posters on it. Okay. It was like in high school, dude. He had like yeah, one totally. direction poster on the corner. And just like a few team photos of him and like a few guys there. He has his little like mirror in the locker with a little whiteboard that he writes sayings above to just motivate him. And some notes, like folded notes that Kevin Love wrote him. Like his hey, lunch champ, he didn't doing eat. great, man. <laughs> Fuck that. That's good. That's wild though, man. Yeah, if he's gotta go, I don't know who would want him, but I'm sure he'd be picked up, honestly. Some team's gonna take that dude. Yeah, somebody will pick him up. The NBL baby, he needs to go to Australia, dude. He needs to go to the uh Illawaka <laughs> Hawks, dude. What was the uh what was it? the big baller league? Was that what it was called? What was LeVar Ball's league? Uh, I haven't no heard this. Isn't it his own basketball league? You didn't know about this? It was like two years ago, two or three years ago. I think the first year that Lonzo was in the league, he created his own minor league like te- like league that um, Leangelo and uh, Lamelo both played in. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> nope. it was. You should look it up. It was so bad. Right. Like. <laughs> it, it, like I, they paid all the players, which was like a, a really cool like idea, uh, but it gave no one any exposure, and I think people just kind of like treated it like the joke it kind of was. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, definitely check it out. It's it was pretty <laughs> wild. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The requirement says everyone needs to wear their shoes. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, they probably had that honestly i'm like hey you break your ankles wearing these shoes man there's that video that i just saw again of lonzo <laughs> I think, yeah. like yeah rolling his ankle twice in the same possession when nobody was guarding him while he was wearing the big baller brand shoes oh, dude. i, oh I think God. in that game he changed like a half time he changed nikes mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you got oh, it man that, that was the moment he decided to break ties with his dad yeah <laughs> it's pretty wild it would be sick though if Shaq was out there balling in his Walmart Shaquille O'Neal shoes his like Shaq's <laughs> oh hell yeah those like you know what I'm talking about those like $30 yeah, he, shoes yeah, yeah. Be, you gotta stick to it man yeah, the logo on that was sick too like him <laughs> doing him the double the rim. rim yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's nice though I mean yeah it probably sucks to wear if you're playing professionally but the market's for the little kids man like, yeah. Oh, totally, man. Oh, no. I'm not at all dogging How on what Shaq with those shoes. On Shaq's shoes, man. But I'm sure if he brought them into the NBA, his big ass toes would pop through that first fucking quarter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, he was signed by uh, Reebok, right? Uh, I'm sure Reebok overlooked that whole project, man. Yeah. He was yeah, just like, probably. Oh, <laughs> um, well, one, last, one last topic that we should probably go over is. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Luka Doncic, uh, passed, passed in what his third year? He's this is his third year in the league, right? Yes, he passed sir. Michael Jordan on the list of most triple doubles, uh, career wise. That's absolutely wild for a guy his age. Uh, he did it on a night that was 36 points, 16 rebounds, and seven assists 
in a loss, but he had 30 points in the first half. Um, where do you do you think Luca's going to be a, a Hall of Famer? I mean, this is nuts. Like three years in, and he's already passing like Michael Jordan. Let me drop on well, actually, on that it was 15 assists. Because if you say seven no. assists, he wouldn't have gotten no. that triple double. Oh, my bad. Yeah, sorry, I forgot a uh, I forgot a God number. No, no, dude, like, well, actually, do um, yeah, dude. Um, he he's only twenty one, uh, which is nuts. Um, and Michael Jordan took like his whole career to get twenty nine or twenty eight triple doubles. Uh, he and the thing about it, he's making it look so easy. Like Lucas making it easy. He's quiet doing it too. Like you're never tuning into a Mavs game being like, yeah, Luca. But at the end of the game, you're like, oh shit, Luca. Mm. Like, <laughs> you know, like that, that's the reaction you, you, you get from him. Uh, he's super young. Um, I have like the whole list of triple doubles um, from one to 20 and uh, he's 15 there tied with Grant Hill right now. I do think he's gonna go hall of fame man there's no like if he's keeping this pace he's definitely gonna go there man but I also gotta say that if Luka Doncic in his third year is passing Michael Jordan I think it's something to do with the game changing you know like it's a totally different basketball game than the 90s and rebounds are more accessible for guards and for smaller people now you know like I just think that's what that stat says. Because if Michael Jordan was playing now, that motherfucker would have gotten a ton of triple doubles, man. Like, <laughs> that's just – that's kind of what that stat said to me. But, yeah, Luka fucking rocks, man. That's an incredible stat. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, Ben Simmons is above Luka. And I don't think anyone really gave a shit about Ben Simmons passing uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan, which is so fucking funny. Like that narrative of like, yeah, Luka's the, the next you know, NBA guy. He, he's the man. Well, like, how, how, sorry, go ahead. No, you, you go, you go, you go, no, 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 man. No, no, well, my question is, how old was Ben Simmons when he passed Michael Jordan? Because I think maybe the, the, why the fanfare is like, uh, he, this dude's only 21 and it was his third year in the league and he passed Michael Jordan, who most people consider the greatest of all time. Like how many years was Ben Simmons in the league when he passed that kind of mark? Uh, does um, anyone know? Uh, l- let me research really know. quick. Let me just crunch the numbers really but quick. Yeah. Ben Simmons came in the league pretty young, young too, right? Like mm-hmm. he's yeah. a one and done from LSU, so he came in like eighteen, probably nineteen. Yeah. But I, I don't think he was passing Michael Jordan in his third year. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about that, but I'd never heard anything about Ben Simmons passing Michael Jordan. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that speaks to what you're the point you're making. <laughs> <laughs> So here, um, there's no, uh, there's no uh, results there. So there's no results. <laughs> this goes to show you that who gives a fuck that Ben Simmons, like yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Um, but funny. dude, like, it, it's crazy. Like you'd think all these people, like uh, Jokic and um, who else is the other guy that I saw? Um. Jokic and Harden would have more triple doubles, but they're number eight and nine right now with 46 in their careers, which you would think they would have a lot more in today's NBA, right? 
because every mm-hmm. week it seems like someone like Jokic or Harden is getting like a triple double, and it's always like plastered on ESPN or something like that. But it's it's nuts that they only got like mid forties, upper forties. Yeah, that is wild. But um, I also pulled uh, our stars and our teams triple doubles. Um, let's play a tiny game over here. So, Greg, right, how many see. how many triple doubles do you think uh, Vooch has gone in his career? Ooh, uh, four, five, five. That's too high, brother. Damn, three, two. <laughs> He's only got two, man. He's only got two. You can do do me dirty like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm about to do you dirty, Tyler. Uh, what about Dame, dude? Oh, I know this. It's only one. <laughs> yeah, that's correct, well, man. Only one. I think it was last year, right? It was his first yeah, time. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, I mean, Dame's not like uh, he's not a prolific passer. It's never really been in his uh, in his bag, but he has steadily approved every year. Uh, I love this game, dude. It's like, we a... could be, like, <laughs> calling out players on stats that don't even fucking play. Like, a, a rebound-only guy and be like, who's the highest scorer? How many points randomly do you have? It's dude, like... that, that's that's the best part of these games, man. And I uh, just to rub it, you know, Steph has nine and Draymond has 24. So, um... <laughs> Draymond was looking good though, man. Watching that quick game again, yeah, he's a leader, man. There's Wiggins was on AD in a post up, and <laughs> Draymond came out of nowhere and was like, "Wiggins, get the fuck out of here, dude! I'm guarding AD," and like literally made Wiggins move. It was, it was sick. Dude, he needs to act like uh, Dennis Rodman for sure. He needs to stop being so nice. Just need to fight everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Just need to fight everyone. Well, my friends, I think that uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up here. Uh, we do oh, have a yeah. guest guest coming up in this next episode. Greg, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it is uh, Tristan from the band Dog Breath. They are on Asian Man Records. They're down in uh, Arizona, and he's a big Phoenix Suns fan. So he is one of my best buds. I played in his band for a while, and he's like one of the few people who like super got me into basketball. So. Yeah, I fucking love this guy, and he's going to be an awesome guest, and yeah, he fucking loves the Suns, man, so he is going to be coming with the same fucking passion that Tyler, you and me, and Ralph, too. Like, we all have that fucking Homer pride, man. This dude is ride-or-die son, so it's going to be fun. Hell yeah, I can't wait to hear his perspective on CP3. Yeah. <laughs> but I've, I, I've tasted championships, guys. Don't, don't <laughs> the, group me with your guys. That's so, why uh, I almost cheer. didn't well, include you. I was like, you've had too much fun with this shit, dude. <laughs> I've got, we've, I've got one ring. Okay. That you I can go for. Yeah, I was there for seventies, man. Me and Bill, me and Bill Walton, we were, we were smoking doobies, watching the dead, baby. Let's go, dude. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Ralph, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been listening to this band. Um, I don't think they're a band anymore, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I've been listening to this hardcore band, uh, Blind Justice. Um, just if you like backtrack, this is the the one for you. Um, they rock. They're angry. They play. There's a song that has a weird time signature for hardcore, which is I'm like fuck. But yeah, they they, they rip. Um, I don't think they're a band anymore. Or if they are, they're only playing. You know the the fest circuit. Oh, yeah. oh man, Greg, what you got? 
Uh, well, now y'all know that I love video games, so I got to plug this uh, video game podcast I've been listening to called Wizard and the Bruiser. Uh, I love it, man. So it's just like during when I'm at work, I'm just listening to a podcast. You know, we're in a podcast right now, so we listen to this shit all the time. But they're great, man. They're really good at what they do. So Wizard and the Bruiser. All right, let me take back take back my shout out. Um, maybe this is a little foreshadowing, um, but Axe to Grind. Um, I've been listening to Axe to Grind ever since they were conceived, um, and I fucking love those dudes, Bob, Tom, and Pat. They, they rock. Listen to them. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, I'm gonna go a little bit more corporate with my uh, plug. I'm gonna plug Blue Microphones. If you're wondering why I sound so good, it's because I got my my USB microphone going on. Blue Blue Yeti. Hell yeah. Here it is. Oh, baby. Look, this is how crisp it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so Larry's going to have a hard time editing that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so shout out, shout out, Blue. My voice sounds great. So thank you for the thank microphone. You. Also, thank you to my girlfriend rachel for getting me this microphone so yeah rachel, Thank you, rachel. The real MVP. Yeah. shout out shout out my girlfriend uh Hell yeah let's go uh so as always you can hit us up on twitter instagram at secret jocks uh leave us a five-star review you saw earlier or listened earlier in the podcast what we do with those so if you want to step into the ring and have your review be reviewed hit us up send it's us great write us a review do it that'll be cool uh and if you're a musician or artist or whatever and you're interested in being on the pod we're trying to have weekly guests so also slide into our dms we'd love to love to chat ball with you um you have a 90 percent success rate of being in our show yup so it could it could keep going up if you ask so (laughs) let's go (laughs) let's go all right thanks for tuning in we'll talk to you at some point bye-bye Peace. Later.